The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I love Van Halen. It's 3.38 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Always love having my next guest on, the one and only voice of your Edmonton Oilers, Jack Michaels. Hey, Jack. Hi, now, Kaylin. <laughs> Jack. We're not off on the right foot here, because we all know that was Sammy Hagar's Van Halen. Yep. You got to love Van Halen, meaning... I- David Lee Roth Van Halen. We will. And I know and I respect your hair color, but the Red Rocket ruined Van Halen. I mean, if you had played I Can't Drive 55, I might have hung up. That's how strongly I feel on this issue. I mean, and you know what? You got Reed and Bob there. I got to give you a little criticism here. That should have somehow made its way into your show prep. Because they know how I feel about Sammy Hagar. Oh, I know exactly how you feel about Sammy Hagar. We've been We've pl- discussed this, haven't we? We've been- I can't, I, see, I couldn't remember. I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. My friend, we've been we've been playing this game for 10 years now. <laughs> yeah, so you were tweaking me on purpose. All right, I'm going to give you some bonus points for that. Hmm. I'm going to give you some bonus points for that. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. You've already got my back up. That's for sure. Hey, Jack. Yes. Hi. (laughs) Hello. How you doing? I'm good. Hey. I'm still a little hurt that you had to throw Sammy Hagar at me, but I love you. You know that. Okay, and that's and, and that's why I, that's why I did it. I mean, hey, so you got to poke your friends every once in a while. Hey, I know that you're a huge tennis fan. We're going to talk hockey, but I know we're, you're a huge tennis fan as well. What did you think of Bianca? I love Bianca. I'm like everyone else. I, I'll tell you what, Jaylen, I may know very little about a lot, <laughs> but I do know that that woman is going to be a great champion. She's going to, it's not a matter of if, but when, she's the number one player in the world, mm. and she's not going away. I, I, conservatively, I think she'll win 10 majors. Really? She is going, we will remember a couple of weeks ago the way we do, dare I say it, the way we do Paul Henderson. This is a mm. dawn of a great, great era in Canadian sports. She is a tiger. She is going to win a ton of majors and going to be one of Canada's greatest champions ever. I love the, uh, watching her, and there's there's been some talk. Um, I, I love how she's handled herself uh, over, you know, uh, through all of this, uh, you know, showing up on the different talk shows. Some people have called her uh, maybe a little bit cocky, but I, I'm not sure I'd see, I, I, I would say cocky, but part of me also says, well, don't you need to be a little bit cocky to be great? hundred <laughs> percent. And, this, you know, this is what I actually, as you know, I'm an American living in Canada. And I do get a kick out of the fact when, you know, that charge is labeled only an American. I mean, I think Canadian and American athletes, and for that matter, people, have a lot more in common 
than I think that the people who live in this country realize. You're exactly right, Jalen. It's it's not cocky when you back it up and compete the way she does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've got to have self-belief. You don't think Serena's a little bit cocky? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I I think I got to say, and I'm no you know amateur psychologist here, but I, who cares if she's a little. <laughs> She's got to believe in herself. Absolutely be cocky. I mean, does does Sidney Crosby or Connor McDavid not believe that they're the best player on the ice every night? Mm -hmm. Of course they do. Mm -hmm. We're not going to say it, but of course they do. That's what it takes to be great. Absolutely. I, I find Bianca riveting both on and off the court. I think she's got a great personality. And what I mean by... You know, being a great champion, she's going to be a great, like, ambassador for Canada. She has a sparkling personality. She is a star. I mean a star and a lasting star because of that competitive drive. Let's not look to poke holes in her. Hey, you know what you mentioned? You know, you're you're an American living in uh, in Canada, and so it made me just you know this just kind of popped into my head. Do you watch the Do you watch the uh, election campaign? That of just got underway. Yeah, yeah. And I and I thank every day I'm in Canada. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be <laughs> let's be honest. I'm not necessarily uh, completely proud of what the Oval Office has become in uh, in absentia. We'll we'll leave it at that. I'm not a big political guy. Yeah. Yeah. But there are things that I'm certainly not proud of. Hey, Jack Michaels, as you know, Edmonton Oilers, your, your voice of the Edmonton Oilers, your play-by-play guy. Uh, the the season, the preseason starts on, on Monday. Um, it sounds like you're a little pumped up for it, Jack. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> are you kidding me? You know, I would have let that Sammy Hagar go if it was early June or something, you know, and we were just out of the season. I would have been all relaxed. But, no, I'm Jack. But, you know Jalen, here's the thing. Ken Holland did not have a ton to deal with in terms of salary cap room. He didn't have a lot of room to make, you know, sweeping changes and crazy moves. But the moves he did make were subtle and improved the hockey club. And Dave Tippett, I had a chance to talk with a couple of players. Dave Tippett is a veteran head coach who's led both Dallas and Arizona Two clubs where he really at times had to squeeze blood from a stone in terms of not having the elite level talent found elsewhere in the NHL. He's impressed his players already. Hmm. Talked with a few after the first practice today, and they said, I've never come to camp and had a first day so predicated on structure and getting right down to business. And you know what, Jack? In other words, it wasn't a glide around, shake around the legs. They did things and worked on things, Jaylen, that we will see on opening night, October the 2nd. And you know what, Jack? That's one of the things I was going to ask you about. How hard is it for the players to get used to a new coach? How difficult well, is that? You know, at this level, and it's just the way professional sports is, Jaylen, the coach always goes before the players. Mm. So, you know, unless you were playing for Joel Quenville forever, or unless you grew up in Tampa's organization and are a five- and six-year guy, you know, you've had different coaches. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a huge adjustment process. And quite frankly, I think there are some core pieces on the Edmonton Club right now that's craving the structure, 
and get down to business mentality that Ken Holland and Dave Tippett have brought to the table. I think uh, Tippett said today that there's a number of decisions, obviously, that have to uh, be made on, you know, who exactly is going to be on the team and what roles they will play. When, when he talks about roles, what does he mean by that, Jack? Well, basically, Jalen, if there's a housing analogy to be had, you know, we're talking about the backfill. In other words, there are core pieces of this hockey club that are going to be stable and untouched. Mm-hmm. The Connor McDavid, the Leon Dreisaitl, the Ryan Nugent Hopkins, the Darnell Nurse. Then outside of that, you've got to find the right pieces, almost like, you know, you're playing Tetris. Uh, and that's where he's talking about. And he's talking about guys that Zach Cassie is a perfect example, Jalen. Mm. I don't think around the NHL, when you talk about first-line players around the league, I don't think a ton of people are raising their hand and immediately shouting at you, Zach Kafka. Mm-hmm. But on this team, it works. Because huh. he has the speed to keep up with McDavid, and he has the power to create space for McDavid and Drysdale to make plays. And so when Dave Tippett is talking about roles, he's not talking about just rolling out the lineup and dressing the players in what you would perceive to be their expected slot. He's looking for pieces that fit together, even if on the very surface, for example, again, Zach Cassian, first-line player, don't sound like a match. Uh-huh. But they are a match on the ice. Huh. And you can hear it when you talk to McDavid and Drysaddle about how his game compliments there. You, you brought up uh, McDavid. Of course, everybody's been watching and waiting to hear, uh, you know, about that knee was on the ice this morning. Um, did you have a chance to talk with him afterwards? I, I just caught up briefly on a summer plans. I mean, the, the script hasn't changed. Yeah. Here's where it's at. He's cleared for contact. Having said that, there's a difference between contact in practice amongst your teammates yeah. and contact in a game especially a game that does not count in the win-loss standard. Yeah, yeah. And the National Football League, as you know, Jalen, mm-hmm. has done this for years. Tom Brady doesn't see the field in the preseason. Mm-mm. I mean, you just, the elite, elite guys, they might take a handful of snaps, and that's it. And, and you're preserving them for the start of the regular season. And I think this is a trend that you're going to see continue in the National Hockey League. Fewer and fewer elite players are going to be playing more than, you know, one or two preseason games. The days of playing three, four, five, I think are over. There's too much money at stake, and there's too much prestige at stake in terms of your place in the standings. And when you're a general manager in the National Hockey League competing with 30 other clubs, you cannot afford to lose one of your best players in a meaningless contest. So these preseason games then are important for who, Jack? They're important for the roles that you were talking about, Jalen. And there's probably about five or six slots. There's one on defense for sure. There's one on the second line. There's probably one on the third line. And there might be as many as two on the fourth line. Mm. So you're talking about five or six slots where players not only are competing for spots on the roster, period, but also in the starting lineup. Let me explain. Evan Bouchard who's set to turn 20 next month, he will not make the hockey club, in my opinion, if he's penciled in as merely the seventh best defenseman. Mm. Because, of course, only six play in a game. 
So you don't want your young players sitting up with the press box. So he's got to get into the top six to actually make the team, even though he may be evaluated as the seventh best defenseman. You want your number seven to be a veteran guy who's used to kind of shuttling in and out of the lineup. What about Tyler Benson before I let you go, my friend? You know what? If you're asking me who's one of the biggest X factors in camp, that's the guy. He has the skill, the vision, and I would say the wherewithal to win battles along the boards to be at least a top-nine player, a guy you could play on the second or third line this year in the NHL. But Jalen, as you know, in the last decade, the National Hockey League has been all about pace. Yeah, He's going to get his game up to NHL speed because there is no such thing in the National Hockey League as slowing the game down to your pace. No player can do that. Well, the preseason games start uh, Monday. Uh, the Oilers taking on the Jets. Of course, you can hear it right here on 6.30. Chad, uh, the City Ford Faceoff show gets underway at 5.30. The puck drop at 7. Jack Michaels, gosh, I love talking to you. Thank you for You've taking the You've got a great day. memory, Jay Lynn. I, I didn't even remember the whole Sammy Hagar thing. <laughs> I'm telling you what, how do, how do you get younger and I get older, <laughs> even if though theoretically we age at the same rate? I feel like I passed you about five years ago. <laughs> oh, Jack, let's, uh, let's get together and catch up in person sometime soon, okay? <laughs> Jay Lynn, you're a beauty. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining me, Jack. Take it Cheers. easy. Bye-bye.